Welcome to the Mycotoxin Matters podcast from Alltech Mycotoxin Management. As mycotoxins present an ever-increasing threat to livestock production, join us as we discuss these impacts and potential solutions, sustainable farming, and our vision for a planet of plenty. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our latest episode of the Mycotoxin Matters podcast. I am Martin Minchin, Marketing Manager for Alltech's Mycotoxin Management Programme. On today's episode, we're delighted to be joined by Cesar Infante, and we'll be discussing how, as an industry, we can reap more of the rewards that data has a huge potential to offer. Cesar, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, Martin. I'm delighted to be here. Cesar joined Alltech in July of this year, taking up the role of Vice President of Digital Business Development, and comes to Alltech with a long history of experience in agriculture, financial, and digital technology markets globally. This experience spans from startup companies all the way to global billion dollar companies and has lived and worked across multiple continents. Cesar, it feels like most conversations we have in agriculture today are dominated by the topic of data or big data as it's often known. Maybe you could just begin with taking a step back and give us the overall context of, of how we have reached this point and how did the topic of data become so mainstream in agriculture? It is true that, that today farmers can access to more remote and non-farm data with capturing systems. Uh, but the question still uh, is uh, regarding the quality of data, because uh, as you and we know, it's rubbish in and rubbish out. So. Uh, to me, on, on, on this aspect, the, the, the success will come with the smartest way to gather applicable and comprehensive data sets to be traded or fed into relevant technologies, platforms, or systems that provide insights to act upon, similar to the mycotoxin portal that you guys have. Um, machine learning, learning, similar to human logic, will help models learn what to trust or don't trust. Uh, with that giving farmers more control over their business data impact and more information about its value. So then, Cesar, although this technology can and, and is typically designed to serve, to, to serve the whole supply chain, in practical terms, we are probably most familiar with technology that is being deployed at a farm level. For producers who are listening today, what do you see as the most tangible and achievable benefits that are in it for them? Data aggregation is one of them. Uh, you know, create proper insights that are executable. Um, make sure that you have confidence and trust of what you have through the system, because that's one of the things that you know today is 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 you know on top of the fact that farmers need to handle with an enormous amount of uncertainty. You know, you know having proper data and 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 the capacity to gather the data in in a in a structured way will allow them to feel more comfortable, and that that that. That is important, right? They they are struggling with time. They have so many things uh, that they need to handle with. Uh, and, and so data should be an asset as opposed to what to do with it. And 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 and, and trust in, in the process is, is fundamental. When you look at repetitive tasks, um, the capacity to organize data to transfer and be flexible and to analyze it and to restructure that data back to either a customer or, or, or an actionable um, item, you know, either through dashboards as, as you guys have in the, in the mycotoxin portal, uh, reporting capabilities and analytics. Uh, with that, you can go into raw materials, uh, what nutrients uh, you have and, and how much 
more can you go into make sure that uh, that risk that you handle on a regular basis is is mitigated but all of these needs to be super simple and this is where we have an exponential gap today that is relative to the exponential technology today where technology is, is going at 200 miles per hour and people are still scratching their head and that that that's where the opportunity is I think it's a really good point, Cesar. It tends to feel like we're often just throwing more and more technology at, at farmers in the expectation that, that they will take this on board. But we probably do need to recognize that that they're busy people and they've got a lot of stuff happening on, on farm on a daily basis. And I think, yes, the easier we can make it for them to adapt and use and take those insights out of there for, for better decision making, um, I think that the more we will see a, a, adoption of this. Just Expanding upon that uh, slightly, Cesar, I mean, are there any key ways as a sector we, we can help producers in terms of assimilating that data, integrating that data, and then interpreting that at a farm level to actually de derive the true value that exists within, within the vast swath of information we have right now? There's normally a small percentage of useful data. So if you look at the, the recent past uh, five years, the amount of data that has been gathered in, in this period is more than what we had uh, over this history of life. And, uh, you know, it, it is uh, overwhelming, you know. Um, so the key aspects here are that, that we need to make sure that, uh, that the farmer feels, feels comfortable is data representativeness and, and how much it, it, they need to invest in, into cleansing that data. Uh, the amount of cycles that they need to go through to get that in place um, and how much is enough, right? And 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 uh, and that, that's where maybe people and and uh, either uh, on the two sides of the equation, the farmer and the potential provider, they maybe miss the point because they want to roll the dice too many times, and then you you, you get lost in the process. Um, basically, relate to human intelligence expressed by uh, servers or computers, right? So, what are the statistical techniques that are useful and what are their limits. This is fundamental. Uh, you know, right now we have uh, uh, several people saying that they can do magic out of data and, uh, and uh, you, we need to know its limits and, and, and have the right expectations. Um, because uh, that's kind of like the normal process where, where you go into um, how systems or technology and data included in that technology help us to learn to trust or to don't trust. And, and, and that's similar to, to how you uh, learn as you go in, 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 a, in every uh, single day of our lives, right? So um, that human logic needs to be applied into what brings value to the farmer in a very simple way. So, you know, it, it, and that, that's the challenge there, right? With the amount of data that you have, how do you, pin, how do you, um, funnel that into something that is simple it is the real challenge there and so uh, how systematic is is that that problem and you know at the same time as well is there a problem that we uh, see is there a problem that the customer sees is there the willingness uh, to admit that there is a problem and 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 how to do they deal today with that problem um, and uh, 
and you know, assuming that that's in place, that, that there is a, a an acknowledgement, an acknowledgement of uh, fixing the problem, then how do you get to that point where you partner and go into a journey to fix that problem with the farmer? Uh, you know, it, when you do this on a on a on a case by case, you have companies that are uh, optimizing data, uh, and and normally they look at five times the return investment for you to conceive going into that uh, direction. Cesar, I think we know technology does not come cheap, and it often feels like we are asking farmers to implement more and more new technologies and adapt their businesses to meet some of the the challenges that agriculture is facing. If we actually consider the pressure on profit margins at a farm level, what barriers do you see with the actual adoption of new technology and maybe some of the ways uh, as an industry we can overcome this also? I, I must say that uh, one challenge when implementing change, uh, and this related to, to how do you apply data, how do, how do you make it simple, and as we spoke before, is usually that many sides are right which many ways to demonstrate it. And today you have uh, an amount of technology solutions sprouting in the space. And you know, if you look at the venture capital, the first stage is massive. And then you do, that obviously goes, uh, gets smaller as, 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 as the ideas come to, to come into, into reality or not. Uh, but the, the real one barrier here that we have is, is, is the, there is a lack of interoperability with different models, similar tools, and outcomes, and 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 this is is a risk that you know maybe maybe is a potential undesired side effect that is that the state stakeholders can can have a freeze uh, freezing uh, their minds if that makes a, a, any sense. So for them to adapt, so so companies need to do a better job to portray how each of their systems and 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 solution fit into a cohesive, larger vision of what of, of what what's going to allow for systemic improvement in the sector? Um, th that to me is is a critical aspect, right? Uh, that today you you um, don't have full visibility of your business. Uh, uh, you can have access to that data, but you don't have the time to go and look and, and do all the crunching numbers that you have. Then you have on the other side coding people assuming uh, certain parameters for them to create uh, uh, solutions, right? How do you connect those two and how do you make sure that what is best and how, how you get to the point that you all, all are um, portraying as, a, as the end, end uh, journey here? Um, Cesar, I think if we think of, I guess, some of the, the promises that are coming out of data and you know we hear a lot about what we can do with data and, and how it's going to really change things for the positive do you ever see are, are we putting too much hope or, or too much weight on what data can bring bring to agriculture is it being overplayed at all do you think i don't think so uh, if you look at the uh, formulation and least cost optimization you you, you have uh, ingredients nutrients uh, you have uh, tests that that you know, uh, analyze, you know, what are the components of this? All of that is data. So, you know, it is interesting that, you, that you're saying that, that um, you know, there is potential, but business traditionally rely on models that succeeded yesterday, limiting innovation and risk-taking driven by uncertainty in the relative magnitude of the economic and productivity consequences of the adoption of data. 
uh, uh, in farming. So, you know, it's, it's, it's behavioral, I guess. Uh, you know, decades ago, those two, those two, those two who, who took a leap of faith and withstood the pain successfully. Uh, and I'm talking to you, for instance, uh, uh, 20 years ago when they changed from one least cost optimization system to another one that was supposed to be uh, better or more modern. Um, they prefer to forget and think that tomorrow might be a little different than today. And so uh, that is rooted in the assumption that uh, change will take decades rather than months. And this linear thinking might have worked in the past, but this divergency is no longer in place today. And I think that the, 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 there is plenty of, uh, of uh, expectation with the new generations um, where they are willing to go deep into 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 this aspect and and have a look at that and and you know like to your question um data is 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 implicit it's just that we are making it too complex um the industry as a whole has has relied on innovation to get to where we are, you, you know the, the numbers, right? We produce more meal today with less animals. And, and so that innovation, it, it, you know, it has to change. And, and, you know, there is an inflection point in terms of generation that will allow us for that to, to come into, into a different place. Now, you do have um, uh, some certain levels of maturity in terms of what are the processes and governance to, to get data? You know, what is the quality and, uh, uh, how standardized and how relevant that data is. As we mentioned before, there's a small percentage of that data that actually uh, creates and makes a difference. How much integration on systems, like uh, to my comment on the interoperability, uh, and how much analytics and decision-making is driven by that data. Uh, and last but not least, you know, how much is a priority for, for, for the farmer or for a company that is dealing with that data, that, that is critical, right? Because then you're going to invest in, 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 in how to look at uh, those aspects. Uh, uh, but then you need to be aware of the extent of how much you can get out of the data. What I'm trying to say here is that the logic behind how you put data and the trust that they have there, there are all those items that you have today is, is, is in the infancy, uh, even in big corporations today. So uh, I think that to create that trust, we need to be able to make sure that um, there is plenty for us to learn out of the, the logic behind data. Uh, and, and if you have the capacity to be able to um, capture on a recurrence, uh, recurrently um, data, understand what is the priority for that data, make sure that you have the analytics and, and the decision making in place based on the data, then you can go and look at partnering with customers uh, or with entities or entities that can provide value uh, to optimize certain parts of those, those, those uh, pieces that you have into place. Well, Cesar, I think a lot of what you shared there, I think it's very exciting. And I, yes, I, I do hope that we can capture um, some of that momentum and the innovation that has got us this far to, to really take advantage of the opportunities that, that do exist. And I guess, yes, turn it from being potentially a, a false promise into something that, that, that does deliver real impact. We'll finish up today, Cesar, with the topic of sustainability. Um, COP26 was happening across the last two weeks, so it was certainly on, a, on most people's radar. How do you feel technology and, again, the topic of data can contribute to addressing 
some of those growing challenges that the agriculture industry is facing when it comes to, to meeting environmental targets? I think it's critical. Um, this is a, an aspect that would allow uh, the industry to, to, to become um, more mature in this, in this, in this sense. Uh, um, because data will, will actually make the point of where do we stand and how far are we going in, in, in this journey, right? And um, there are certain uh, thresholds uh, and we will have some, some um, potentially, you know, the adoption of different uh, mechanisms for us to, to, and for the industry to, to, to respond. Uh, so I'm I'm very excited with with regards to 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 you know um, how uh, the industry will take that data and allow them to 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 respond uh, you know to the challenges that we're facing in terms of sustainability. Uh, determine efficiency improvements uh, on individual farms uh, and uh, making sure that we uh, and and facilitate the positive effects of of animal health welfare and how that, uh, you know, um, reflects into the society, you know, and, and the economy, um, that, that is, is, you know, visibility from, from a data standpoint, you know, is, is, is fundamental. Uh, I don't think that there is any other way for, 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 for um, sustainability to, 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 to become uh, a real aspect of, of, of each business if, if you don't have data behind to back it up. Uh, you, you have different industries that are already, the textile industry is under so much uh, um, uh, controversy of what they do. And, and, and Patagonia, one, one of the companies leading uh, uh, this aspect in, in terms of sustainability, they do have an enormous amount of data and they are monitoring these. And, and they're also empowering other companies to to follow up and so you know it, it is interesting that you know um all this is coming into place and and uh, i think that is 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 very exciting to look at what we can do and how can we prove um that you know animal uh, farming can, can can make a difference really Cesar, we really appreciate you sharing your knowledge on this topic today. It's a rapidly evolving topic, and I'm sure we will have you back on again uh, in the future to discuss uh, further developments. And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll be back next month with another very exciting guest. Thank you. Thank you, Martin. We hope you enjoyed listening today and look forward to you joining us next time on the Mycotoxin Matters podcast. For more information on the topics discussed, please visit nomycotoxins.com. That's K-N-O-W mycotoxins.com. Mycotoxins